Hello, welcome to another session of Learn with Veer Sagar. Last session we talked about how do we look at layers of management, analyze what layers are required, what layers are surplus, what levels of management are required, what kind of jobs are required and what kinds of jobs are needed or not needed. Having got that, we then realized that in our organization, we have made, let's say, X number of jobs surplus. Now, if I make X surplus of jobs surplus, that means those people whose jobs are surplus need to go. This is the easiest way is then to say, look, I'm sorry, we love you. You're a very great asset, but unfortunately, times have changed and the job you're doing is no longer required and hence you have to go. Easy. But I don't think it's a very good way of doing it because some of those guys would be maybe in the wrong job, but very good guys. Similarly, some jobs which are required, the guy manning that job may not be a good guy. I mean, maybe an efficient guy may not be wanted, but he will stay on because his job is staying on. So you not only you're not clearing the efficiency bit of the company. So the thing to do now is to re totally cut off the job from the people. I say analyze each person, evaluate each person and say, is he or she good? And for that, there are various methods. The one I used was to look at the last three years appraisal. The reason I looked for last three years appraisal was to take off. A, because three, only last three years appraisals were reliable right? and I was not sure of the appraisals before that and B, to take off any bias. If the immediate boss last year was not a good boss, then he may give you a bad, bad, bad rating. Or if the guy was very good, right, and he's gone, then he may have given you a very good rating, which you don't deserve. So whatever it was, it was to then make sure that the bias is removed. So we take three years. Look at the rating of the last three years and then see, okay, which of these and create them into baskets, give them points. Guy who's got A, A plus, which is the highest rating, gets, let's say, five points. Guy who's got next gets four, and so on and so forth. Now you add up the numbers, and you decide, okay, anybody who's got A's all the three years, we will not let go. Irrespective of whether his job is required or not, he or she is a good person, we're going to keep them. So we say, okay, anybody with 12 and above will not be asked to go. You are here. You will not get any part of any scheme. Similarly, anybody who's got D right, in the last three years or whatever number, and there's one. So you see anybody with six and below will have to go. And anybody between six and 12 have an option. Now, these numbers are not sacred. I'm just giving you an example. You can create your own bandwidth. You can you know, say, okay, this band stays, this band is optional, this band has to go. Then you create a voluntary separation scheme which says those that are going, how much they will get for going. Remember here, a lot of people are, are going may not necessarily be their fault. If a, a guy has not performed for three years, or a person has not performed three years, it not necessarily mean that that performance is no good. It is also a reflection on the boss. It's also a reflection on the job. So 
you can't penalize that person overall. Therefore, you make a very liberal scheme of handshake. Make the handshake as golden as you can get. Put this up on the notice board. This is the rating. This is how you calculate your rating. This is how you calculate your amount that you will get. So the person knows that he or she has to go and this is what they will get. One who is very good, if you say, okay, you can also go, then the good guys might leave. They say, look, I'm getting money here. right? Let me take this and go and I'll get another job. And I'll get another job. Maybe I'll get the same payment. Maybe I'll get more. But I'm getting here a lump sum. Thank you, money. So they can't go. If they go, then they go on their own. They will not get any compensation. The middle level is the tough one. The middle level is where you give them the option. That would you like to go? Fine, you take. If you don't like to go, fine, we'll keep you. And in this level, it depends on the management who feels this guy, although he's getting good or this girl is getting good appraisals or bad appraisals, needs to be kept. I want to keep that person. Then you talk that person into not going or into going. So that is your thing comes in. So with this method, you now have identified the performers, the non-performers and the in-betweens. And you get, you ask the non-performers to go, give a very good handshake. Believe me, it's a very traumatic thing for a person to ask, be asked to go. It's traumatic for both the manager. Like when I did this, I had sleepless nights. I had very uncomfortable. It's traumatic for me. And it's equally traumatic, if not more, for the person being asked to go. And you have to do it face to face. I do not believe in the American system of pink slip or you come next morning and you find that you can't enter the building because your uh, ID card has been made inactive or your password has been, you can't enter the computer system because your password has been made in the manner. And why? Then you ask the HR and say, oh, you're not no more with us from today. So talk to them. Because, you know, and, and I tell you the advantage of this, even today, people who have been asked to go in this scheme in my company are still friends with me. They are in touch with me. They, I, I, they ask for my help. I ask for their help and we are still very good friends. There's no bitterness, no this thinking, okay, this guy asked me to go. He's a villain. Because it was to be done openly and fairly. People must know it's nothing to do with me personally. This is the life. And this is why I'm going and anybody who is in this scape goes. Senior, junior, known to the boss, boss likes him, makes no difference. He or she has to go. Once you have done that, now you've got a situation, you've got jobs with people already filled in. Then you've got people with no jobs and you've got jobs with no people. Then you make a match and then see how many of them you can make by suitable retraining. And your aim should be to match the people with the jobs rather than look for fresh. And then when you reach an end where you're short of people, then you see, okay, now I need to get more people. I'll go for the market and get. Or if I have more people than the jobs, then how do I retrain and use them in the future? But each of these is a method by which you increase the efficiency. The aim of the whole exercise should be to increase the efficiency 
the efficiency increases if the level of decision making comes down if the level of management comes down and people are more more people are empowered and they take quick decisions the quicker the decisions you take the better they are so have people with empowerment give them authority and make them do this is what will optimize your cost not saying let's reduce 20% of the management of the employees and how do we do it those in that corner go those first 20 in the list will go or whatever or method you use so in short to have a efficient organization a you get the job level in line with what you want to achieve and then you look for good people people who are good you retain them people who are not so good you ask them to go and then where there's a job without a person try and retrain a good person a person with a who is a person without a job retrain that person to this job so that at the end of the day you get a good match so till that till we meet again next time it's veer sagar saying thank you very much and goodbye